Happy belated St. Patrick's Day, you drunk idiots. This is Carter, back at you again for another episode of Drunk Idiot Reviews. And I've got some exciting news. You knew it was happening. I knew it was happening. I I definitely knew it was happening. I did not expect it to happen so soon. But you know what? You can't stop greatness. We hit number one, baby. We're right at the top. Right at the top of the of the charts of the of the Billboard charts, Hot 100 Billboard podcasting charts. You know it. We're here, number one podcast. Yeah, and I wish I could say I was surprised that this happened. I wish I could, I could thank my support system, and you know, and reach out to everyone who has pushed me this far. But you know what? I can't because I did this. This was me. You were a party to it in that you watched it happen. But that's it. It was all me. And you know what? I take full credit and responsibility for it. So just so you know, you're listening to the number one podcast. Probably the world. Definitely the nation. Most definitely the state. And you know what? We're just going to keep we're going to keep going, we're going to keep pushing and until someone can dethrone us at which point we will cancel the podcast completely. You know what? Until then we've got another great episode for you here. Uh we have a very special guest today. Um should be much better than last week. Uh you know, as you all know, we had our kind of disappointing intern on but you know he he's booked us someone who i think will make for a very interesting guest he is an intellectual yes he is a scholar yes and he is a molder of young minds well not to be pedantic but uh i am a molder of all minds pendantic pendantic yes is that a word it is a word what what does that word mean it 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 means to be pendantic okay i am a molder of all ages of all minds from the youngest little pencil holders to the people not but three stone away from their deathbed those who can't hold a pencil anymore Exactly. Hmm. Those who cannot hold a pencil anymore, but the but the will to learn is still behind their slowly clouding eyes. So, oh, oh. So, have you have you taught anyone who's on their deathbed before? And we'll, we'll get to introducing you. Completely. Well, there'll be just a first a time for everything. Okay, so you just anticipate. Allow me. Allow me. Just a bit of drama. A mm-hmm. bit of the melodrama, as Listen the great pronunciation, as the wow. great tr- poet Chaucer said. The world's a stage. You know, I okay, so I don't my instinct is to say that Chaucer didn't say that, but you you are the intellectual, you you are the Yes I am certified professor here. Um Yes I am. So I will not question you, I will defer to your judgment. Uh today we have on the show Doctor Jack Brown. Doctor Brown, thank you for joining us. Uh well uh Mr. Crater, thank you for having me. Mm. Uh, but in the uh, spirit of mutual respect towards your guests, I I am obliged to point out I'm actually Dr. Professor Jack Brown. Okay. Thank you. Well, Full title is important. I'm glad you pointed out mutual respect because I think we can both give that to each other if you call me carter because that is my name uh i i realize you're you're used to pronouncing words in that very fancy liberal elite type way um but you know what i'm a blue collar boy and my name's a blue collar name so carter you summoned academia you receive academia crater mm, okay all right well uh, let, maybe we just drop the names for i i will attempt to respect you i cannot guarantee i will uh, and I just hope that you don't disrespect me or we're going to have a very tough time here. Now, Dr. Brown, Dr. Professor Brown. Yes. Uh, you are a professor yes. of what exactly? What do, what do you teach? A teacher's job isn't simply 
the word on their classroom. English 101? Spanish? Home economics? No, 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 no. A teacher? They instruct all walks of life. Every single element. Those students, once I have them in my hands, they are but putty to be molded into art. So you... Of academics. Okay, so mm, I feel like... Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe maybe I'm just not following. Or I know I know you have this, uh, you know, very fanciful way of describing things. However, I, I really don't have a sense of what you do. Um, I'm I, I have told you I'm an instructor. I am a teacher. It says so on my diploma that is conveniently taped into my car dashboard. Mm. Car car dashboard. Display your credentials. In the home, I always say, even if that home is a vehicular device. Mm, okay, so, all right, I, I, I'm just confused. So, I'm I'm not going to judge anyone who's who's living out of their car, but surely, it would be a better idea to put your diploma up on the wall of you know your office at the school you teach at. What's an office? Mm, you you don't have an office. A, a workspace that is dedicated solely My to... My place of employment is far more of a, uh, shall we say, liberal sort of environment, yes. Okay, um... Alright, so can, can you just maybe explain your credentials then, at least, so I, I get a good sense of what well, this diploma's about, or, you know, what, what more of what you do? Well, I... I have been called out previously. Uh, I, perhaps, claiming my doctorate is a bit premature. What what I have taped up in my home on my dashboard is somewhat of a placeholder. It is The doctorate is in the making. It is in the making. I simply feel that by... It's as good as had. As good as had. I simply feel that displaying my future titles gives the students a sense of security. They feel like they are getting a true education from a doctor professor. Okay. I couldn't simply be a professor, Jack so, Brown. So you're you're lying to your students. Good as had? Good as had. Good. I'm simply I am simply not patient enough to wait for it to be 100% truthful. Okay, uh, do you have a teacher's certification? It's taped up in my in my car dashboard. Okay, it's good as had. Good oh, as had. Good as oh, uh, there's that. Okay, uh, where did where did you go to school? Where did you uh, for your higher education? Browns University. Browns University. The okay, so if you went to such a uh, acclaimed and celebrated university, it, it's very strange to me that you. You have to lie about your doctorate rather than just going full-time to get it. Mr. Nordyke. Mr. Nordyke, Mr. Nordyke, Mr. Nordyke. As the great poet Chaucer said, it's good as had. Okay, there's Chaucer again. And if, I'm, if I am lighting the light... I feel light, like I'm getting gaslighted more. Of light, if I am lighting the, the light of light... The purest light, the greatest, lightiest light of education behind the lightless eyes of my students. That's pretty bright. Then, then, who is anybody to judge the fine print details of if I don't or do have a doctorate, if I do or don't live in my car? It's, who is to say, as long as the true mission of bringing education to... Students of all shapes, sizes, and colors, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight, to quote Chaucer once again. Okay, I'm, I'm starting to, to get a real bad vibe about all of this. Uh, can you tell me at least what your degree from Brown's was in, what, what you majored in? Culinary arts. Okay, so you, you teach the culinary arts. Then. I do not. I teach oh. whatever the students desire of me. Mm. My place of employment is an online education forum, 
and you simply log in and you inform the great masses of the world that you are ready. You are ready to accept the hungry minds and you simply wait. You simply wait. Oh, okay, so maybe... I, I don't know. I must be missing something because so far everything you're telling me is very worrying for an educator. Can you just maybe uh, walk us through a day well, at work? Well, for, I, well, just a day in your life. Well, I wake up. I brush my teeth. I make sure that I look suitable. I then leave my car. Mm. I walk two yards, to a lovely park bench. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't actually been able to fill my car up with gas for about three years now, so I don't move. But it's a very nice sense of security to have your, uh, what did you call it, a office in An office Office. An office. Ooh, fascinating. Uh, you see? And this is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. You you never stop learning. You learn something new every single day. So yeah, I'm I exit that my, I'm a bit of a schmuck here. I exit my car, and I go to my office and I sit on this lovely park bench. I ensure that I am connected to the nearby Olive Garden's Wi-Fi. And I log in to my education forum. I alert the hungry masses of the world, the huddled masses, to quote Chaucer, that I am ready to accept the hungry minds. Uh, okay, so... And what work there, needs to, there still needs to be done? Every, almost every student who, who comes in introduces themselves with the appalling grammar mr nordyke absolutely appalling i've noticed that about this this latest generation is that they're just very lazy just don't want to even type just a simple high no punctuation no mm -hmm. capitals just a simple high sometimes they'll give me their name but in the form of a question hi dick no capitalization mm -hmm. so i simply right, so you get many students who are named Dick. I, there must have been a film that came out in the 1990s or 80s or 70s or maybe 60s. Maybe they're just big Richard Nixon fans. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. I, I mean, as the great poet Chaucer said, I am not a crook. And Okay. I'm almost 97% so sure he didn't say that. So obviously, I have to correct my students. I say, hello, my name is Richard. I show them the correct punctuation. I guide them through grammar trees. And if the student has learned enough, they depart. If the student requires more learning, then we continue our session together. Okay, so, so I've got some questions about this form. It, it, it doesn't exactly sound on the up and up. Now, can you... Where exactly are you te uh, registered to teach these The students? great, beautiful Omegele University. Omegele University. Omegele. Hmm. Okay. Uh, just some questions about the university. Um, so is it all... Of, uh, do you see all of your students? Do you have video chats with them? Or? Uh, the video chat is in options sometimes the screen is dark for protecting of the student's privacy other times i do see the student at a rather unflattering angle actually but we can't all be experts with webcams as the great poet chaucer said okay um do do some of the students introduce themselves uh with just the three letters asl they do yes i i do admit that um as an academic many of the eccentricities of text style pigeon have passed me by uh so i simply respond with a lovely and grammatically correct greeting okay um all right i, I really hate to to burst your bubble or to to you know belittle what you do but it sounds to me like the site you're on is something called omegle omegale um Okay, well, okay, but this isn't a learning site. This is a site for... Quarter. Quarter, quarter. It's Carter. Quarter. You're, you're focusing far too much on myself. You are, fo you are focusing far too much. I have come here. I was requested 
by a lovely intern. Well, I was more pulled here by a lovely intern. Wait, he pulled you? I, I got to talk to this kid. He's. I was in the middle of. I was in the middle of teaching. He asked me. He was asking around for teachers in the park. He was asking around for academics. So he met you at the park near the Olive. Garden. Met is a very kind term. Uh, he more came up to me, asked me my credentials, and I barely got through the first three words before he grabbed me, and voila, here I was. If he hadn't requested today off to go surf- surfing with his friends, then uh, we would be having some words, but... I do love words. It's hard to find good help nowadays. You know, it, but <laughs> To quote the great poet Chaucer, the pen is mightier than the sword. I'm not sure how that applies here, and I know that's not Chaucer. <laughs> but okay, I just okay. So oh, Omegle oh, though, I, it has a bit of a reputation. Omegle, Omegle, you know, it has a bit of a reputation, right? Prestigiousness. I just not the word. Absolute prestigiousness. It and, is. It, it is. I am so proud to be part of such a liberal institution. Okay, instead of prestigiousness, I might say pervertedness and as an english speaker as someone i can tell that you are a very intelligent person Kratorer. thank you but and, that's not my name and as fellow academics we can use whatever words we like words are our oyster words are the crumbling topping on our apple pie so you can describe it how you like i'm not a big fan I'll of apple pie it how you I don't want to say it's not my favorite pie. Uh, Ask me. Are you a communist? Depends on the day of the week, I suppose. End of the day, Carter. End of the day. Everything is a matter of perspective. Like our current gun laws. Everything is a matter of perspective. Okay. So if my credentials must be a differing perspective between the two of us, then so be it. I only hope that I can educate you to see things from my way because really what is the point of a, of a teacher if not to remove the soul and heart out of their students you know you got me there but i do have just all right we're gonna have to take a break but i have one last question for you um outside of the obvious troubling stuff you, you said you haven't filled up your car in three years how do you manage to not get it towed it may not be entirely it's a matter of perspective mr Norton. Oh, all right it's a matter well, of perspective I, mr Norton. i can see we're it's not a, really gonna it's, get a it, it's it is a matter of perspective mr Norton. what i call a vehicle you <laughs> might call a uh uh, uh 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 shall we say a rather rather large recycling reciprocals okay yeah but I, 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 like it, all uh, right it, no you know it's okay you don't have to explain any further um it, I Quite roomy, I, very, very roomy. I've got roomy. a good sense of what you do now. And I, I can't get say dinner I like delivered it. to me daily. Uh, all right, well, from the Olive Garden. All right, well, okay, well, we're gonna take a break. Uh, I'm gonna parse through what you've said and see if we can keep going. Um, but until then, hang tight, listeners. We'll be right back with our review of Tomb Raider. And we're back, drunk idiot reviews with Doctor Professor Jack Brown. Now. Dr. Brown. Dr. Professor. Do I have to say it every time? And every single time. Can I... I assume that calling you Jack won't work either. I will hmm. reach over this cardboard box and smack you across the face. All right. With well, learning. I'm not even... I don't want to learn what you have to With teach. education. I don't want to... All right. I don't even want to know. So, we saw Tomb Raider. And like we do here at Drunk Idiot Reviews... We like to make our guests some signature drinks. So what we have here today is the Queen of Death. This is equal parts soju and scotch, representing the English Lara Croft coming over to the Japanese Isle of Yamatai, which happens in the film. Uh, and then we're filled up the rest of the way with nice ginger ale to make it actually drinkable. So... What I'm going to ask you to do now is to go ahead and take a sip of it and just let us know what you have to think about this drink. Well, it will be my absolute pleasure. It looks like the golden light of the brilliance of the 
great poet Chaucer. I, yeah, I really hazard to ask if you actually know any other poets or anything. It mostly tastes like ginger ale. Well, you know what? There we are. Ginger ale, it's a pretty good drink. Oh, but with a burning in the back of the throat afterwards that mm. I can only compare. A punishment. Carter. Mm. Carter, Carter, mm. Carter. There is no punishment at all that goes on in my classroom. Oh, you don't have a classroom. I. It's a matter of perspective. Okay. All right. Well, you know, this drink is another hit. We're two for two so far. We Well, we are three for three if we're counting our lost episode. Hopefully one day we'll be able to find it. But until then, two for two. And now I'd like to discuss Tomb Raider with you. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The uh, Now, if I'm led to believe correctly, this was meant to be somewhat of both a prequel and a reboot. A reboot. A reboot. Of, oh, my, that, that works quickly, doesn't it? Um, a, both a prequel and a reboot to the original Angelina well, Jolie film. See, what I have to do right now actually is read the synopsis and the basic information in the movie and you are being a little rude by not letting me do that so all right imdb synopsis tomb raider lara croft is the fiercely independent daughter of an eccentric adventurer who vanished years earlier hoping to solve the mystery of her father's disappearance croft embarks on a perilous journey to his last known destination a fabled tomb on a mythical island that could be somewhere off the coast of Japan. Well, it's not that it could be there. It, it was there. Directed by Roar Uthog. Uthog? Uthog? Not sure how to pronounce that one. Roar. Roar. His name is R-O-A-R. Roar. Roar. Hmm. Uh, starring Alicia Vikander, the Oscar Award winner as Laura Croft. Daniel Wu as Lou Ren. Walton Goggins as Matthias Vogel. And Dominic West as Lord Richard Croft. Now, Doctor Professor Brown, mm. what uh, to answer your question? Yes, this is intended to be a reboot of the uh, of the Tomb Raider franchise and a prequel in the sense that it it take it takes place earlier than any of the Jolie films. Uh, this is actually based off the recent video game reboot, which mm. was a critical and financial ah. success. Yes, 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 yes. Video games. All right, so what did you think, though, of this movie? Now, Carter, as you can probably well guess, my teaching responsibilities often keep me from much free time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you seemed very eager to get into the theater here, and almost I'm off-puttingly It's eager. been 84 years. Um, How old are you? It's a matter of perspective. Oh. However... Um, I have to say, despite my limited exposure, I feel like I have seen this film at least 12 times. Mm. Sitting down and watching it, there were elements of... There were some elements of origin, of originality, mostly given to us by our new Lara Croft. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, uh, again, it, uh, it, it feels like I have seen this exact story beat for beat multiple times all right so let's break this down a little further uh let's just talk strictly about what you liked about the movie first you first mentioned laura croft that is what i liked that is what i liked yes all right i agree with you i think she did uh, a very good job even when the script itself was letting her down a bit very uh what's the word i'm looking for visceral acting actually Mm -hmm. um and we'll get to that later but yeah absolutely well yeah she's she's very you know, she, just looking at her, she's kind of got a small face, a small voice. You don't expect uh, the level of physicality that they give to her in the movie. Um, and that was kind of uh, impressive, I would say. Uh, definitely uh, came across, you know, in, in a very good way. I think it's something that the movie did need. Um, what else did you like about the movie, if anything? Well, I sense a struggle. Uh, and now you've cut my argument to the quick here. Um, it uh, as uh, it at it 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 looked nice. It did look nice. It it looked nice. I I have to uh, this. Oh, this is as difficult 
as berating one of my students. Um, I have to completely confess that uh, I think she carries the entire movie. And it's not that, you know, that the performances are poor. It's not mm-hmm. that, you know, everybody acts their heart out, which, you mm-hmm. know, is admirable. As the great poet Chaucer says, mm-hmm. do what you do best. But I, again, it the film is so mired in unoriginality. Mm-hmm. I want to step in here. I do want to say I very much enjoy it. My favorite performance in the movie was probably Dominic West's. He did um, do a very good job, yes. Uh, Reminded as, me of my father. Yes, as uh, Lord Richard Croft. However, the the problem with his character was that uh, he didn't need to be there. Like it, he, Outside of the initial uh, motivation, you know, uh, he he comes back in the movie and just, kind of completely unnecessarily and doesn't because our villain tells us that he's killed her father uh when they first meet we're not given a reason why he's told her this we're not we don't understand that he even tried to kill him or anything along those lines the relationship's not very well defined uh and as such, you get no sense of the history of the father on this island. There's an entire history between her father and the and the villain mm-hmm. that we only see hints of. We only see slight traces, but we get nothing. We don't get explanations. How do they know each other? How, what has led them both to this point? Etc. 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 And it's just it's. It's what brings down those two performances for me because there is a sense of why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Why is he here? Why is this character still alive? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, along with that, though, I would say my greatest problem with the movie is that I've seen, like you were saying, I've seen it exactly two other times in Tomb Raider and in Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. Um, while some story beats are different, I really don't think it, does anything to differentiate itself among the crowd very well. Um, There's also an interesting argument to be made that the film is actually a bit of a backtrack in terms of female em- female empowerment. Please go on. Well, and I know, I see you, I see the looks you've given me this mm-hmm. entire podcast, Carter. I, I know, I do, I can put money where my mouth yep. is. Well, you say female empowerment, I gotta say, my blood boils. <laughs> I do not like the sound of that, but you know what? <laughs> I will, I will let you talk. So, but just just know that there's only this this cardboard box between me and you. And I, too, am willing to jump over and give you a smack. Oh, of education. Beautiful. Uh, no, uh, well, mm. is that what we're calling oh. my, my hand oh, now? Oh, God, you can taste the whiskey. Um, the, so the whole thing about, um, and, and it's a big thing in this style of action film, specifically Tomb Raider and Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life, mm. where, yes, you have this empowered woman. She can beat people up. She's intelligent of her own merits. She like It's not that she, on her own, is a weak character. The writing completely lets her down because everything about her, her motivation, her needs, her wants, are centered around her father. Mm-hmm. We are so used to the idea of a female character being obsessed with a love interest. Mm-hmm. Or we are so obsessed with the idea of a potential love interest inspiring and motivating this you know this female character that we forget centering it around a male guardian figure is still an issue Mm -hmm. it's still a problem from a writing perspective because while there are similar films where a male character obsesses over his parent Mm -hmm. it's so much less frequent Mm mm-hmm and I'm not saying that there's anything inherently wrong with this style of storytelling. Mm-hmm. It is an issue, however, because as we said earlier, for Laura, this story has been told over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Everything about her, and this film arguably makes it worse by, as we mentioned, revealing her father is, is alive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
do, do you mind if I give some details about the ending? Or our, no, our our listeners know this is a fully is not a spoiler free podcast that they are going to have this movie spoiled, but that they will get a good sense of whether it's good. Or I, not. So please go. By the time I I realized it was becoming a trend, it was too late to start counting. I think her father saves her or is tangently responsible tangentially tangentially mm. this this drink works wonders doesn't it it does, um, it does. Uh, her father is responsible for either her saving her life or for a victory mm-hmm. that she is in it's all her father and again that's there's nothing inherently wrong with that it's just think about the fact that Again, this is a character who every single one of her film appearances is is like this, mm-hmm. completely it, based on her father. It's a problem when, uh, and what I'm getting from you is that it's not a problem that this, you know, that she has a relationship with her father. It's not a problem that she uh, is obsessed with her father, even to to an extent. It, the problem is that there's there's nothing else exactly, and that's all she is. It would. It would it, it it would be like um, to bring up an, 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 another film. The uh, uh, one of the few rare times I was able to treat myself to a uh, a movie going experience of my of my own. Uh, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. It it would essentially be comparable if Wonder Woman's mission in that film was to find her father. Or to save Steve Trevor. A, a, abs- to find Steve absolutely. Trevor. Now, yes, Steve Trevor's death mm-hmm. is an aspect of her motivation at the at the end fight. Mm-hmm. But throughout the whole film, Wonder Woman's agenda is her own. Her motivation is her mm-hmm. own. She is going against the wishes of her guardian. Mm-hmm. She multiple times go against the goes against the interest of her love interest. Mm-hmm. She's not doing this for her love interest, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et this film is the exact opposite of that mm-hmm. because while there isn't much in the way of a love interest, mm-hmm. um, uh, the character Lou Ren, I think, yes, um, he, for example. Um, I was convinced that there was going to be a love scene, or that, mm-hmm. that or that they would. There is a lot of tension. There, that there is a lot of tension, and then he stops being a relevant character about halfway through. Yes, like he's still mm-hmm. there, obviously, and he helps when he can, but it's. Yeah, it, it becomes a, f- a fully le- centered Lara movie, and that, that's that's another thing I had a problem with. With there's no problem inherently with making your movie focused on one character over the others, obviously. Um, however. I would argue that no other attempts are really made to flesh out any other characters besides her and her father. Uh, There's a hint of a nice parallel of the father with the villain um, that never really gets expanded on. We don't get any... It's part of that same... uh, We don't Mm -hmm. get enough of Mm -hmm. them. Yes. Right. Uh, You know, Lou Ren's also a nice compliment to Lara because he's also looking for his father. Um, But also at a point... He, like you said, just stops being relevant, and most of his relationships and character building seems to happen off screen. Um, and, and that's just, I think that's what I sum up that this movie is. It's just, I, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of people who are obviously trying in their performances, and the, the, the script really fails them. I, I will say... Uh, like I want the film to succeed. I think we need more and more um, action films like mm-hmm. this sort of. I think in the end, my complaints would not be as major, um, because the thing is, action movies are a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like um, sometimes many people struggle to come up with a memorable one, but um, you know this sort of painless easy action film with a female lead we need more of it Mm -hmm. we need considerable more amount more yeah no one was expecting tomb raider to be high art absolutely not they're expecting a comfortable action movie good stunts good characters i think that's the bare minimum that you should expect of any movie absolutely but from a more critical standpoint bogging down the character motivation mm-hmm. in a way that has been done constantly and then just frankly giving us a film that has been told over and over again 
like yes, finding an ancient tomb with a with a dark evil is a staple of the series. From what I believe, I you know I I didn't touch video games, mm-hmm. un, un, unless Chaucer worked on them. But I believe that they were well before his or well after his was, time. He even. was a pioneer, Mister Nordyke. But are, are you saying that Chaucer wrote scripts for video games? Possibly. Chaucer, Chaucer dabbled everywhere. All right, well, stuck his. I'm gonna have to ask you more about chaucer at some point because it seems like you either know a lot about him that most people don't or you don't know anything about him i spoke with him just last week what are you okay, talking I, about that i think that pushes me one way on He's, the scale he sometimes he sometimes joins me on my park i mean classroom watches my students okay all right this is just you know it's funny because we're here talking about this movie and it seems like you have some very good insight on writing and the writing process and what is uh, makes for problems in a script and in general story beats. Uh, however, helps me. And you don't seem to teach English outside of basic grammar on Omegle. It's all Omegale, Mr. Nordyke. It's all a matter of perspective. Yes, uh, my, my good friends, the great poet Chaucer and I, we have consistent conversations i admit it is sometimes difficult um his artistic lifestyle leads him to smelling a bit unwashed okay all right uh all right let's wrap up this review uh if you had to ascribe a star rating to this movie um out of out of five two and a half being average what would you rate this movie if two and a half is average then Giving it two and a half would perhaps be fair. I have to give it two. I think I would probably agree with you there. Um, I think, you know, for, for other problems, score is non-existent. Cinematography is mostly non-existent. There's a nice serviceable. aesthetic. but Ser- yeah. Serviceable. There's, not, there's an aesthetic, but there's no shots that stick out or anything. Um, villains are forgettable. The characters are kind of a dime a dozen. Uh, really, really, if you want to get down to it, the best character in the movie was Nick Frost's character, and he showed up for a total of a minute of screen time. Um, yeah, uh, uh, you know, and the reason we picked this movie this week, um, I, I didn't get into it. I should get into it now. Um, our other option was going to be Love, Simon, uh, which I wanted to see, uh, and I had actually plans to see the other day. Uh so I thought I would see that with some some friends and then do this one for the critical review, uh, mostly because I, you know, I, I'm someone who grew up with Lara Croft on the video games and I played the reboot. I really liked it. Um, and I had more of a stake in this than I did Love, Simon. Um, so I wanted to see how it performed. And uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, because of all, you know, all those disappointments, um, you know, and anchored by a strong lead, uh, a few interesting stunts, I guess I can say, like it's the, they were not the worst. No, 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 no. Um, and um, you told me again. I, I don't have uh, access to uh, cable television. Um, uh, I, uh, you mentioned that the plane sequence was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the plane sequence is in the film. Uh, yes. She's atop a waterfall. The plane is there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was all very inventive, very mm-hmm. interesting, very well done. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, otherwise it is uh, serviceable. Yeah. Very serviceable. But as the great poet Chaucer says, it is a matter of perspective. It is. It is. So yeah, because of all those reasons though, and, be- and probably partially because this was a big, a, a kind of a big disappointment to me, I'm going to go ahead and give it one and a half. Um. The script does nothing to try and elevate. I'd say the script is actually actively bad. Um, and all these performances really can't save it. So one and a half for me, two for you. I will stick with two, yes. All right. We're going to take another break here. Uh, and then we're actually going to get into some games. So if you like the sillies, stick around. We'll be right back. And we're back. Drunk Idiot Reviews here with dr professor jack brown who yes questioning if he should ever be on the show again oh i absolutely uh, should uh, it, it i could move in tomorrow 
I, I we're not renting. Uh, we have a small enough office space as is is between me. And oh, my, is this an office? Uh, well, you know, it, it, it's my bedroom, but you know, it it doubles. Uh, but it's usually too complicated. It's too crowded in here. We're all doing work. You know, the interns trying to message contacts and failing and i'm here doggedly watching them i'm studying the scripts and and all the frames i'm watching movies backwards and forwards and without audio you know to make sure i understand the art of film which i do but you know we like to lighten things up here a bit which is why we're going to play a game first time playing this game on the show uh but it's a little game we like to call mix and match um if we had a theme song, we would put it in here. Chaucer, um, Chaucer, 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 Chaucer. Okay, I wanted, Chaucer. To, I wanted to be more about mix and match, but, you know, we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. You know, hey, listeners, if you got a mix and match theme song idea, send it in to us uh, via Facebook uh, or Twitter or any of our social media. We'll get back to you. Now, how this game is played is we take three random movies and we take three random actors uh, you're going to ass- uh, uh, assign a number to these actors and then you're going you know when we reveal what movies the actors have been uh picked for you are going to put them in a role that you think would make the movie better all righty so for first we have our options here are harrison ford chris hemsworth and Zach Galifianakis. And I just want you to assign them the numbers one, two, and three. All right. Well, uh, Harrison Ford, two. Mm-hmm. Zach Galifianakis, uh, one. He's a Greek man, so that would be. And uh, you said Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth, uh, three. Okay. So, number one, Zach Galifianakis is matched up with the movie Hercules. <laughs> But not the Hercules you're thinking of. The Hercules starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Well, then he must be Hercules. Then he must be the. Her- he absolutely has to be Hercules. Can you imagine? Well, a it would be a, a Greek man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we would finally get some. Uh, yes, some. You know, proper uh, representation. Yes, yeah. absolutely. The the Greeks. Uh, can you think of a movie outside of the the big fat fat Greeks that the Greeks are properly represented in? I can't. I cannot. No. No. So we're bringing it back. Uh, you know what? In body positivity, body apps. Hercules does not have to look strong. I don't. I. I don't want any any covering. I want the yep. full Zach Galifianakis experience. Read. Read all the myths. You've never seen anything describing Hercules as a strong-looking man. I challenge you, readers, to go or listeners to go back and read. I want my listeners to become readers and then study these myths. Get back to me and tell me I'm right. You're too an old academic proud. <laughs> well, I like to think I'm a well-read man. All right, so that's our first one. All right. What a, uh, I would have to say that that movie probably jumps up at least 10 points on Metacritic. Oh, absolutely. Just, a certified j- fresh. Just with that, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, number two, Chris Hemsworth. You chose and matched him with the movie Phantom Thread. Now... Who would you have him replace, and why? Hmm. I can't remember the character names. Uh, let me... Well, just describe them to me. Uh, the love interest. Alma. Yes. Yes, you'd have him to replace Alma, still acting across a Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. How do you think that would change the film? Beautifully. It would it would be a sight to beholdeth. Now I think to beholden. I think it would still be important that uh, Chris Hemsworth firmly play Alma. We not change the character. Oh no! Oh no! 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 The, no, the no not, not at all. The Absolutely character is not. not a man. No. The character is it a just, woman. It just just played by Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yes. Yes. Uh, just imagine how those dresses would hang uh, very beautifully on his shoulders. Oh and yes. Uh, you know I. Oh, I'm imagining it. And. 
you know, Chris Hemsworth can really sell the whole meek and mild thing at the oh, very beginning. Absolutely. Maybe absolutely. even better. Oh, yes. Than, <laughs> we have an Oscar winner Vicky on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, yes. They won't be replacing this one. Well, with, they did win some Oscars. Uh, they, they, they won't be mixing this one up with La La Land. But, yes, no, I think, you know, now, if I had to replace someone with a brother movie, I would replace, uh, I, I can't remember the actress's name off the top of my head, uh, but the the Mrs. Woodcock in there, the, the, the sister. Um, so Chris Hemsworth would be playing a stern caretaker type. <laughs> um, just imagining... Well, they can take care of me if you catch my uh, drift there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not picking up what you're putting down there. What do you mean? Continue. It's a, it's a matter of perspective. Uh, okay. Uh, and then, so our last one. Oh, Lord. Uh, and I'm kind of disappointed we didn't get the numbers mixed up a little bit. Uh, because it would have made for some interesting if Chris Hemsworth was to replace someone in this movie. But instead, we have Harrison Ford in The Avengers. Who would he replace? Oh. And why? And th- this is Marvel's Avengers, not that. Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow. Why w- Even w- down to the mewling Quimic Strange. Okay, why do you think he could... Because he would hate it. And that would add so much to, to, to his character. There would not be a single sequence where he was not glowering. There would not be a single sequence where he was not burning holes into the back of Robert Downey Jr.'s head. Are you trying to punish Harrison Ford? No, I just think he looks very good when he's angry mm, okay um have you seen the empire strikes back <laughs> now i'm oh they're very true uh i have not you know i you haven't seen harrison ford run much lately uh in movies due to his you know getting up there in age he's, he's an old boy now um but uh, well, you they, didn't see they him. Would have to get a stunt double, but uh, that's acceptable. There was this beautiful sprinting scene of his in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, one where he looked like a grandfather running from a room to go stop the dog barking while trying to make his pants not fall down at the same time. Uh and so to my mind, the only character he could be is Captain America himself, and. Either way, Im- imagine just him in those outfits, like just. The, do you think they would do like they do? You know, because obviously not everyone has the the perfect the physique that the costumes seem to show. Do you think they would pad him up too to make him look ripped? Oh, or? he's rich enough not to. Oh mm. no 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 no. So no. you say implants? Like. And, no, I just, uh, no, I just, I, I just think he, he, you know, it's like he'd put the costumes on and in a very take me or leave me attitude. Mm. Do you think so? Not even retailoring them from. Oh no, Chris no, no. Evans or no, 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 because no, he no. would not be replacing Chris Evans in Captain America: The First Avenger or anything else. No, just the Avengers. Yes, that's interesting. Yes. Now I think we and they already designed all the mm-hmm. costumes, so it just hangs off of him like a tent. Yes. Okay, I could see this raising another ten now because no secret to those who know me. I guess it's no secret to you now. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the Avengers, you know, as a movie. I think it was important. I will give it that. Uh, uh, for better or worse, it was important. Um, but it's not a movie. I am all. It, it's it's a nice rewatch on fx when there's nothing else on it, type yes. movie. i think um i think what it what it brought was Im, was important mm-hmm. and now it has run out of steam yeah i agree but now you think harrison ford would wow. add command performance this would this would this would absolutely just excel it it would it would catapult it would mm. almost be as good as my dear old good friend, the great poet Ch- Chaucer's rejected script for the uh, Avengers movie. Mm. Now, now that we've gotten through this list, I just want you, what's your favorite movie? Ever? Ever. 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 The Canterbury Tales. The Canterbury Tales. Based now, on the great works by the great poet Chaucer. Mm. Okay. Again, just not entirely sure, but... Uh, Okay, now, you, who's your favorite actor ever? 
you have not lived until you have seen the great poet Chaucer perform Hamlet's soliloquy. What role would you want Chaucer to take in the Canterbury Tales? Literally all of them. A one-man show? Absolutely. Mm. A, would it be something along the lines of uh, the superimposition, like having other actors play the parts but then superimpose the head, like in uh, being John Malkovich? I like the way you or, talk. I like that idea. Or... Would it be something more along the lines of the one-man show of Eddie Murphy's hit movie, Norbit? I don't know why you're laughing. I don't see anything fun. Do you not know that Norbit is one of the few uh, like universally acclaimed movies that we celebrate here on Drunk Idiot Reviews? When I look for a good script, I point to Norbit. When I look for good makeup, uh, the, uh, I point to Norbit. There should be two versions. For, for for both of these types, exactly. Yes, mm. there should be two. There should be two two versions and dis, and dis, and distribute them with no pattern or. But which should be distributed to the Academy for Oscar consideration? The the two films should be overlaid mm. over top two of each images other. the same. Exactly. Wow, that it would be postmodernism. It, it, like all of cinema will have been reaching towards this moment. I'm going to predict a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, one dissenter who just thinks he's cool. Ah, yes. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. Dr. Professor Jack Brown, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Mr. Nordyke. Not sure we'll see you again. Oh, but you will. Kind of. Uh, it sounds like a threat more than anything. It's a promise, an academic's promise. Is there anything you want to say to the listeners before we go anything you want to plug anything that you just want to put out in the general consciousness just remember ladies and gentlemen teachers care they care enough to shoot you uh, I, man that opens up a complete ba another bag of words I think we are always be, armed ladies and gentlemen it would it feels like armed it would be, with our barbarous wit oh it feels like it would be irresponsible to have you back on so i don't know I, i'm gonna talk to the intern we're gonna see what we could do about uh booking some better guests in the future all right so thank you all for listening to this second episode keep us at number one uh, please write us a review on iTunes if you so wish. It helps us reach a wider audience. It actually does a lot for us. Um, right now, we're all home financed and everything. And so really, all we want is just a wider listenership. So if you could do that, if you like what we have, please leave a review. It would be so helpful. But otherwise, I'm Carter Nordyke. And remember, if you're drinking or watching a movie, I am watching you. Have a good night.